Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. You're tuned to The Drive on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back. I'm Dale Lally. He is Matt Williamson. This is The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio. And uh, Matt, uh, one thing that um, makes this, this game interesting, a couple of things actually. Well, plenty, but yeah. Um, Brian Flores. Yes. You know, you uh, talked to Mitch Trubisky this morning and, and uh, said, you know, how much are you uh, picking his brain this week to hmm. to look at, uh, hey, you know, you were there for 10 years. You were the defensive right, coordinator right, right, right. there. Like, what, what what do they look to do on these in this situation? Interestingly enough, Trubisky actually quarterbacked against the Patriots in 2018 when, okay. when, when Flores, Flores was, was DC. Flores was the def- defensive coordinator. Okay. I didn't know that connection, yeah. but right. Uh, New England won that game 38-31. Trubisky had 333 passing yards, mm-hmm. two touchdowns, two interceptions, hmm. and also ran for about 80 yards in that game. So, Oh, wow. Yeah, he was a uh, kind of a, a one-man offense. I good defense at that point, too. Yeah, Patriots I mean. Winning win win Super Bowls and, and yeah. double-digit games every year. Yeah, you know, things I think you could do is kind of tell me how Bill thinks, you yeah. know, in that – we start gashing him on the left side. Flores might be like, "There's no way he's not taking that away." You know, right. I mean, it, whatever expense he's going to put, bring safeties up. You know, he, you're not going to let you paper cut him to death. Or, you know, there's this misnomer. Well, not misnomer, but Belichick takes away whatever you do best. Uh, if I hear that one more I, time, I'm going crazy. to puke. Right? Like, like no other team, that, right? no <laughs> other team tries to do that. <laughs> right? You no, know, we're going to let their their best guy beat us and. We're not going to let any of the slappies do it. Come right. on. Right. Like when Jimmy Johnson played the Niners, he was like, well, let's let Rice catch as many yeah. as he wants. Or, you know, we're not even going to try to, you know, like, yeah. okay. I don't <laughs> think he does it any differently than anybody else, you know. But they might do things kind of like I mentioned the first segment. One of the, the trends you saw from the Patriots was their number one corner would guard the number two receiver. And yeah. They double the one. Okay. You know, but they don't do that anymore. Yeah. Because they can't. They don't. Who's right, their number right, one right, corner? Right. They just don't have one anymore. The other thing about this, and this is interesting, Trubisky prepped to play against the Patriots three times last year. Oh, really? Because the Bills, Bills played him twice right. in a regular season, and okay. then they played him again in the playoffs. Okay. So he sat there in meeting rooms. Right. And somebody's, I, I mentioned that to, to somebody today. I'm like, well, yeah, but he didn't play in those games. I'm like, doesn't matter. But he's the number two quarterback. He's preparing for that game he like he's the starter. Yeah. <laughs> he's in there watching. Here's what we do. So he knows what the Bills did. Right. And, and, and the Bills were very familiar with the Patriots playing them twice a year. Mm-hmm. Oh, 100%. And they tore him up. And Mitch is not Josh Allen. Right. But 
the Bills liked him for a reason because he's big and strong and fast and he's a facsimile of Josh Allen. You know, so uh, he's sitting there looking at this thing through Allen's eyes going, well, if he goes down, I'm going to do the same thing that we did with Josh and right. attack him the same way. And I'm sure he had a lot of input that way. I hadn't thought of the, the, any of those angles. That's pretty interesting. Yeah, I think it's it's kind of the hidden game in this one that, okay, so, you know, th- this is, he you know, the, he t- talked about the Patriots that today, Mitch did, he says, look, we studied every game that they played last year. Yeah, of you course. Know, right. I mean, that's what Division you do. Foe, you yeah. played three times, right. I mean, you may have And this is this is week two for this year, mm-hmm. so there's not a lot of tape there. The Steelers are, I'm sure, going back and looking at preseason tape and games from last year. Yeah, right, right, right. And he's already done that. Uh, I'm sure Tomlin's <laughs> asking Mitch and Flores, Yeah, you know, uh, what, what do you think? I mean, put a little more emphasis on their thoughts now. That's interesting. And that stuff must happen a lot. There's so much movement in yeah. the league that someone in the building's like, "Hey, coach, I prepared against them twice last year." But to have your quarterback, so. right? We right, have right, the, right, the Steelers right. haven't had that forever. <laughs> forever. Right, right, <laughs> you know, right. they played you know the Ravens three times in a season, or they played the Browns three times in a mm-hmm. season, and you know and the ben Bengals. Ben and Tomlin look at each other like, "Yeah, we." I remember preparing for right. them four years ago, but never or like the Patriots ago, or, or one of these te- uh, teams outside your division where you okay, well, this guy knows more about this team. This, this guy knows as much about this team. As any of our coaches, and oh, by the way, the, this this assistant coach, he was their defensive play caller. He was in the building yeah. with them for 11 years. Like he's... And the last game, <laughs> well, I guess it wasn't the last game because they won, but the, the Patriots' last game, their most recent tape from 2021 season, their playoff loss, was the one Mitch was involved in, too. It wasn't yeah. week one and two. You know, right, was this was the most— Early in the year, late in the year. Yeah, the most recent playoffs, thing right. that they did. Right, with the game on the line. With a lot of the same defensive personnel. Yeah, it's not that much different. Other than you take right. J.C. Jackson out of the yeah, equation. A good guy leaves. <laughs> yeah. right, take right, their right. best player off the field. Now, let's, let's look at this and see how you want to attack this. Yeah, 100%. So, no, that's that's a really good angle. And I, I, I'm not disrespecting Belichick, nor do I know if this is true or not. Are the Patriots harder to prepare for than every other team in the league still? I mean, there, I think there was a time when Brady was a— a robot yeah. and process things. I don't think they have the depth else. that they used to. Right. I mean, in their heyday, McGinnis, Vrabel, Van Noy, uh, there's a hundred names, but they all were super versatile. They've been there super forever. Super smart. Yeah. They've been there forever. A lot of them are future coaches, you know, or analysts, McGinnis, you know, and uh, Brewski and these guys. And now, who are the foundational players that have been there and done it or make adjustments? And you know, they're trying to build that again. I'm just looking here. You know, we just went over their roster, mm-hmm. and it made me wonder, like, where's the where's the salary cap going for this team? You've Tight got end. you've got a, a young quarterback on his rookie contract. Right, you should be thriving. Absolutely. Yeah. Matthew Judon is sixteen and a half million dollar cap hit this year. He's a good player. He's a good player. He's not a sixteen and a half million dollar a year player. But that's not going to get in Von Miller or Khalil right. Mack like yeah. the Chargers or Bills did this year. Hunter know? Henry's fifteen million against their cap I this year. John, who's twelve. Uh, Nelson Aguilar is fourteen point nine. Everyone killed them. Fourteen point nine million dollars from El- <laughs> Nelson Aguilar. Aguilar, right? That was that was two off seasons ago. It was the first time you really saw the Patriots really spend in free agency, and they really got nothing out of it. I mean, yeah. they got a lot of B minus C plus type dudes. And I remember saying the Aguilar contract's the worst of all of them. Oh my god! Everyone killed him for back to back tight ends. I at least could people see in the Pittsburgh there. Were, were arguing whether the Steelers should pay Deontay Johnson that kind of money. <laughs> like, right, not much more than that. <laughs> he, he's not close <laughs> to the player Deontay is. I mean, 
Aguilar's had some moments, but he's a first-round pick, and he's never lived up to that. Yeah. He's not even a quality receiver. Isaiah Wynn is $10.4 million. Well, that's why they couldn't trade him. Yeah. Right. Uh, Devon Godshaw, who's a good player. But he's a nose. But he's a nose tackle. He's going to play, you know, 25% of the snaps. Yeah. He's $8.75 million. Yeah, I mean, their money's going to tight ends and noses and, yeah. you know. Then you got John yeah, Smith is next at 8.4. Jonathan Jones, who's their quote-unquote number one cornerback, is 7.7. Oh, he's really that expensive. Yeah. So they went out in free agency and got him? Apparently. I got him mixed up with all the Joneses. <laughs> they got too many the Joneses, and right, he's the, right. they're paying him a whole lot of money. Uh, Kendrick Bourne is $6.4 million. Jalen Mills is $6 million. Devontae Parker $6 million. Devin McCourty is $5.7 and again, the Steelers don't have the best roster in the world. Half of those names you mentioned that are making five plus would not play here. Yeah. yeah I mean, Aguilar and, you know, wow. I don't understand it. And like, I don't know that Isaiah Wynn would play over Chukes at right tackle. I don't either. I, I, I would compete I would, with them at the yeah. or left side, maybe. Yeah. See what happens. And maybe he's your sixth. Like, guy. when people were talking about trading for Isaiah Wynn, the Steelers, if they traded for him, Probably would have kicked him inside the guard. Probably. And he moves well enough, but he's not a masher. You know, I mean, yeah. you don't run behind him on fourth and one. I mean, that's a that's a good question. I don't know how that would happen. But, yes, you'd love to have linemen, but I would rather have $10 million in cap space and the fifth-round pick it would have taken to get him yeah. than And they've got win. some – they still have some bargains on here. Like, David Andrews is only $4.275 million. Mm, okay. That's a bargain for David Andrews. And the, our favorite guys are – Mac Jones, Ramondre Stevenson, Barnard, they're not making Dugger. anything. They're yeah. not making anything. I mean, the guys you would really want on your team, like this, is just bad. It's bad roster building. Roster building. I've said for a long time, and I think it's more true now than ever. Bill's a much better coach than GM. <laughs> I mean, they've got all that, and they've got one point five million dollars in available cap space right now. Wow, this their team it. is what the team is. You know what their <laughs> cap situation is for next year? I'm just curious. Um, While you look at it, though, I mean they they've made. I think it's five. It's your four or five. I'm pretty sure it's five. They've made five first-round picks since 2018, all on offense, and their offense is bad. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? If you they got 50, they, okay, they have $52 million next year. Next year, okay. So I think which, some of their which big, sounds great, but now you're into year three with Mac Jones. You've got to make a decision on him real soon. Yeah. Right, right, right. And I think a lot of their deals on their spending spree offseason, the tight end spending spree are starting to open up a little bit. Well, Johnny Smith jumps to $17.4 million next year. I assume he's cut. He's the highest paid player on the team. Hunter Henry is 15.5. So they'll have $33 million in tight, tight ends. And average for tight average tight ends. Right. Judon's 16 and a half again. Godshaw's 10.3. Uh, McCourty's got uh, $9.75 million, or $9.7 million in dead money mm-hmm. because they, I guess, must have given him some uh, – Voidable years guess, on his yeah, contract. Yeah. Uh, you know, Trent Brown takes a jump. I mean, it's it's not great roster building. No. The other thing that is very different from yesteryear is it used to be Corey Dillon, Randy Moss, et cetera, et cetera, et Those cetera. guys all wanted to go there. Yeah, I want to go yeah. there, win one with Tom and Bill. Now, now they go to Tampa. Now they go to Tampa, <laughs> and now no one wants to go to New England because it's a miserable existence. Yeah, you don't I mean, have any fun. It's, it's, no it's fun. fun when you're winning Super Bowls. Right. You know you're going to be in the mix to win a Super Bowl. Not so much fun when you're going, <laughs> yeah. hey, we're going to struggle to go win nine games this year. Maybe we sneak into the playoffs. Right. And like you said, I mean, 2015, 2010, 2005, yeah, I'll go there and be miserable <laughs> up until kickoff and every minute after. Yeah. But I'm going to end up with a ring or at least playoff checks, and, you know, we're going to win a lot of games with Tom, and that'll be great. 
Now you go there and like, I'm just going to grind and not be good. Like I'll go anywhere else. Yeah. It's not a, it's, it's not a, and it, you know, then you have to live up there. Mm-hmm. The stadium is nowhere near anything. Is that where their facility is too? Is that That's where their the facility is, is yeah, as yeah. well. I mean, I imagine all those guys live in that Foxborough area, Somewhere but drivable, yeah. it's, you know, you're an hour from, from Boston, you're an hour from Providence. It's mm-hmm. like, you're kind of in the middle of nowhere. I'm not familiar with the geography of it's, it. It's not a sense. it's yeah. not a pleasant place, especially in the wintertime to live. Well, yeah, yeah. I'm you sure know, twenty five year old kid would rather live in New York or L A. or yeah. Chicago or whatever. You know, whatever. Right. But no, they're an odd odd organization, obviously, and they've been ridiculously successful. But I think they're in a very very different era than we're used to. Yeah, these are not the uh, the Patriots that you're used to seeing come rolling into town here. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I again, I can't figure out why why that is. Well, that line is what it is. No, that doesn't make sense to me. Are either. people looking at the Steelers? That, that what happened with the Steelers last week against the Bengals, and somehow discounting that win against the Bengals? See, I was going to th- say maybe the Watt injury is really weighing on people, but I think the line was like that before the Bengals. The game. line was set before the yeah, Bengals yeah, yeah. game, and it was and it just different. hasn't moved. Yeah, right. And so you lose Watt, but you win the. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs... Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you know do that with everyone you meet? Try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. Though. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Bengals game. Is that enough to keep it the same? I don't quite know how betting minds work. I mean, you, you went out there and you made it. What is one of the what everybody we talked about it last week? This is one of the top young offenses in the NFL, in Since, the Bengals. Yeah, and you made them look like a, a pop gun offense. Yeah, and you you abused them. I mean, yeah. this rebuild O line, you abused it. And I think that they'll still. I mean, we were talking about the Patriots O line. I like it better than the Steelers, but I still like the Steelers front better than the. There's defensive front. Even better. without Watt. Even without Watt. Yeah. Right. With Watt, it's not close. But, I mean, I still think Cam, Ogan, Joby. Highsmith, he's not going to get three sacks every week. But you said this the other day, and it really stuck with me, is I forget who you were chatting with. Some, one of the with Benzie, shows. yeah. Yeah. Like, well, if Highsmith's the same, like, well, he's going to be better. <laughs> right. And, and I think we just saw that. He yeah. was great in that game. I mean, his know? get-off, I was watching, his, his, it's it's special. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he comes out of the blocks like he's a sprinter. Yeah. And he, he he's going to get, like, he's going to be playing against a left tackle this week. Who's very heavy-footed. Who's right? never sprinted in his life. No. He <laughs> might be the biggest player in the league. Yeah. I mean, now, he may, he may win some because he's just a massive human being. Oh, you got to take an extra step to get around him. But and, there's going to be some times where Highsmith, with that quick first step, mm-hmm. gets around him. Oh, I bet. Yeah. I mean, he may be untouched at times. Yeah. I mean, not them, probably not. That's an exaggeration. But 
I, I don't know if I like that matchup or not for the Steelers. I mean, the 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 weight size stuff is a massive disadvantage, and the run game probably favors Trent Brown. I mean, he's a huge human being, but he hasn't played great in a couple of years. Yeah, this he's not uh, the Trent not Brown paid, that he's, he's getting big money from the no, Raiders. No, right. I mean, he's a retread at this point. And he is slow footed. I mean, he's Falele that we talked about. You know and then, I mean? you know, then then there's their offensive. I don't even know what you want to call it. I mean, they, they have not looked good at all. Um, everything's kind of been disjointed this entire. Oh, yeah. I talked to, in fact, I was chatting, uh, smooth, trading some messages easy. with Greg Bedard last night. Mm. And uh, Greg was has been at the forefront of this at, at Boston uh, Sports Journal. Um, reporting on how bad the, the Patriots' offense looked in training camp. Yeah, right, right. And like that as continued. Bad as he's ever right, seen. Yeah, that that continued to last week. They don't know what they want to be. They don't know what they want to do. No, and they mentioned before, like they were a heavy fullback team. Don't even have a fullback on the roster. Uh, have publicly said we're going to do more Shanahan zone stuff. You know, design rollouts for quarterbacks. But everyone is a power old school mashia fullback, you know, run power pulling guard stuff. You know, Trent Brown doesn't fit Shanahan. <laughs> he doesn't want to do it with him. You know what I mean? Like so I don't know why I change it because I think Mac was drafted properly for the old system. Yeah. You know, I mean I don't know. Sometimes coaches but there's, see there's shiny no, things and there's nobody who with, with enough gravitas on the staff offensively on the offensive side of things to tell Belichick no. There's nobody in the whole building, period, including maybe the owner. Yeah, <laughs> and he's earned that. But that's to me, I think that happens sometimes at the end of great coaches' career, including the Landrys and Knowles of yesteryear, and Paterno at Penn State. I mean, all-time great type dudes. Nobody's there to tell you no anymore. You, yeah. you know what I mean? Or maybe this isn't the best idea, Bill. You know what I mean? Like maybe we should have an offensive coordinator that's called plays. Or, yeah, and you, you know when he goes to Patricia and, and and Joe Judge and says, "Okay, which one of you guys wants to run the offense? How about this? How about both of you run the offense?" Good idea, Bill. Yeah, that that'll, right, that'll right, work. Right. We'll we'll get it done. We're we're both former head coaches. We can mm-hmm. handle that. We we had we had, you know, when we were head coaches, we had a hand in the in the game planning for the offenses yeah. that we had. Never mind the fact that both of their offenses stunk. <laughs> right, right. right. <laughs> yeah, Tom Bradley does a lot of work with us, and he's a great dude, and he's fun to chat with. And he said things like that too, even on the air. Like Joe was so strong at Penn State, but I'd been there the longest, and I could tell him no. You know, yeah. that, he's like. You know, and I'm paraphrasing, but he's like, that was one of the most valuable things I brought to the table is we start going down a bad path with recruiting or defense or whatever. I could pull him aside in his office and be like, this, is, this isn't this is you. This is a bad idea. You yeah. Know, like, I don't know if New England has those guys, you know? That's the problem. And, yeah. you know, some of the other guys on his staff are his sons. Are his sons mm-hmm. telling him, no, dad, that's not a good idea? <laughs> right, no. Right. Go to your room. No, nobody's <laughs> right, going. You know, right. So there's nobody there to do that. And... It just doesn't look good right now. No, it doesn't. Um, they may figure it out, you know. Yeah, they may. I mean, better. Yeah, but the preseason in week one was miserable. Um, you know, it's just the job of the Steelers this week to make sure that doesn't uh, You're happen. The one they figure it out. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Right. Um, if they figure it out down the road, so be it. But um, you know, well, I don't I, know if TB12 to figure things out. Either, the, he know? covered up a lot of the, right. the issues. Um, if if I'm looking at ways, particularly against this team. Mm-hmm. To defend these guys because they're built, they want to run the football. Oh, they're going to be that's what they yeah that's what they want to do. Pounds and right. Um, you know, I know you know without T.J. Watt in there, um, we talked about it with the Marvin Leal. Well, maybe he'll play some outside linebacker. Yeah, 
wouldn't surprise me if if uh, you know the Steelers do something like that, but maybe with a guy like Cam Hayward. Or okay. Kick Wormley out to defensive end yeah. and let him play some defensive end. Wormley did a little, a lot of that at Michigan, actually. Yeah. Um, I think I'd like Cam. Well, I like Cam doing anything better than Wormley, of yeah. course. Um, that would make some sense because you're going to get a lot of double tight ends. You're they run the ball when they're losing a higher percentage of the league, when they're in the first half, higher percentage of the league, when they're within five point, four points, whatever. Any condition, they run the ball a higher percentage than league average. They don't drive the ball down the field particularly all yeah. that much. I think either. I saw a thing. Mac Jones was like four of fourteen or something like that on passes more than ten yards last With week. With a pick, yeah, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't good. It wasn't good. No, I, I saw those as well. Um, that would absolutely make sense. I mean, putting your best eleven on the field is often the goal, and if that means two D tackles and Cam over the right tackle or whatever, I mean, imagine what he'd do to win. I mean, he'd push him around like crazy or. He could match the physicality of Brown, yeah. You know, at a tackle spot, so you could do some things there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, again, putting your best guys out there and keeping your linebackers uncovered. Yeah, I say, I'm sure Bush and Jack would appreciate it. Yeah, let them right, let them right. run and make the tackles on on mm-hmm. these running backs. You'd still have Highsmith on the field. Yeah, because yeah. neither Harris Stevenson's deceptive with his speed. He's a, he's a little he's a mm-hmm. bigger he's a bigger back and he's a, he's pretty quick for a bigger Yeah, he's back. got good feet. Yeah, I mean they he try does. to they try to run a lot of their stuff to the outside mm-hmm. and they get those guys out on the edge. Well, let those linebackers stay free and get to the edges. If I were them, I'd be game planning to try to reach and uh read you know, yeah. more than anybody. And Highsmith too, especially with with Brown. Uh if we can bully those edge defenders. So maybe putting a big body, a warmly, a louder milk, I don't even know if he'll play. Cam would be the best option over a tackle. Would make some sense. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the Steelers have... I mean, they're not going to go four wide on you. Yeah. I, it'll be interesting to see the if they do make a move with Watt this week and what move they make. You mean in terms of IRs? Yeah, the, like Steelers, the Steelers okay. are still carrying seven defensive linemen. Mm. Are all seven active this week? I'd like to see Loudermilk play, but there's not a lot of room for yeah. seven. But this is, a, this is a game where you could get seven, and if you do play an extra mm-hmm. defensive lineman, maybe then you have seven active. And you go next three week they have the Browns on a short week, right? I mean, that yeah. would be Browns, Ravens, Patriots, or the approach. Or it's, you'd use that approach against those teams. So yeah. practice it now with the thoughts of using it the next two weeks, maybe. You know, yeah, you know, on a short week, it makes some sense. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it wouldn't be wouldn't surprise me if uh, you know that's what the Steelers might try to do here. Just to good way to get your best people on the field. Yeah, and have a physical front. Yeah, you want to stop the run. You can't let the Patriots of all teams run the football against you because they'll just continue to do it. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, I mean, that's definitely a Belichick or Brady thing that Brady got from Belichick is, if you're going to give me a layup, I'm going to take it every time. I did see <laughs> yeah. this interesting little stat. Um, and the other thing, though, while you were saying that, I meant to say earlier, the Steelers can do it now. Like, they couldn't do that last year because right. they had no other defensive lineman. Like, you can't just trot out the Davis brothers and say, yeah. we're going well, to play end, seven. Right? Yeah, we're going right. to play an extra defensive lineman, but if he's not up the – Right, the par you can, it doesn't do you any good. I mean, you can put Ogan Joby and Alulu on the inside and not miss a beat, defensive tackle wise. How about this? Thirty three percent of New England's rushes last week failed to gain yardage. I know, really bad. That's the, the highest rate in the league. People thought the Steelers had trouble running the football, yeah. and they did. Oh, they did. But one out of three didn't make it to the line of scrimmage. <laughs> one out of three every. <laughs> I mean, that, that tells me that offensive line was losing. Losing, yes. Yeah. And I also think Miami didn't fear the passing game at all. I mean, a lot of pressing the receivers and putting a lot of people near the line of scrimmage. Miami's got better corners than Pittsburgh, but, you know, Jones, Jones didn't, didn't play. play yeah. and, you know, I mean, uh, 
Flores knows both quite I well. I saw a lot of safety blitzes, too, from the Patriots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm sure Flores was studying that dolphin tape like crazy. I wonder how much Minka's in the box this week. I wonder. I did something about that on a podcast, and I kind of thought the opposite in that I don't know why you'd ever go too high, where you did a lot of too high against yeah. the Bengals. Maybe Minka's just back there and— all the other guys are in the box. You know what if, I mean? if Minka's you know? back there, though, he's, he may never he may never get a play. You may not see his name once. You may yeah. have one tackle on the, on the day, <laughs> and then you kind of nullify him. Yeah. But I the, mean, if he's one of again, you're one of you get your best players, your best eleven in position to make plays. I might, uh, you know, yeah. I might dare them. I might put Norwood back and say, "Go ahead, maybe try, try to throw guy, a deep, something like that." Yeah, we don't think you can. Yeah, and please try. Yeah, on a seven step drop and protect, you know, <laughs> and blitz, you know. Yeah, absolutely. I would think the Steelers blitz a little more too this year, uh, this week. Just yeah. minus Watt. You know? Yeah, right. They were a low blitz team last week. Yeah, he is uh, Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lally. You're listening to the Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. You can subscribe to the SNR's newest podcast, The Godfather of Pittsburgh Sports. Is talking nothing but Steelers. It's Saverin on Steelers. New episodes drop every Tuesday and Thursday. You can subscribe today. That's available on the Steelers mobile app, the iHeartRadio app, and wherever you get your podcasts. We're going to take a break. When we come back, time for the Fantasy Football Focus. It's Wednesday. That means it's injury day. We'll take a look around the league and see uh, what the injury reports are showing us. Be back right after this. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.